Hey, it's me, Sam. This is me coming at you twice in one day because feeling super ambitious. Um, I felt like the foster care series was getting a little heavy, maybe a little bit uh, uninteresting for those that maybe aren't interested in foster care. So um, that I take a break from that. And I have uh, another podcast that I listen to, which I'm sure if you're in the podcast world, you've probably checked it out. It's one of the more popular ones that are on um, the podcast platforms, but um, My Favorite Murder, and they did a, a question and answer episode most recently, and it made me, it really made me laugh because I thought it's just funny to hear like what people's thoughts are on random things. Um, so I pulled up this casual questions to get to know someone. So I'm going to go through these. I mean, there's, I think there's 200. This is so funny. 200 casual, super casual questions to get to know someone. So I'm obviously not going to do all 200, but I'm going to go through some of these and get to know me a little bit from these questions. Um, and we'll see what, we'll see what we find out. All right. Number one, if you didn't have to sleep, what would you do with the extra time? Um, this is a stupid question because (laughs) even if I didn't have to sleep, I would. So if I didn't have to, and I had extra time, I'd still sleep. I think I already made that clear. I'm a fan of sleep. I would, I would still do it. So that's, that's the answer to that. Um, uh, and that's not something that is a uh, negotiable for me. I'm going to, I'm going to sleep. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> How often do you play sports? Uh, that's a never, that's a negatory on that one. Um, how often do I watch sports? A lot. I'm, I've spent a lot of time watching soccer, watching t-ball, watching gymnastics, watching soccer, all of those things. Playing them, not so much. Um, let's see, next. <laughs> These are funny questions. What's your favorite drink? I've already talked about this, and it needs to be dealt with, but it's Diet Mountain Dew. Here's the thing about Diet Mountain Dew. I don't particularly drink it because I, I feel like I need the caffeine. It doesn't really do anything for me anymore. It's like a person who drinks eight cups of coffee a day. Like my, my, uh, my almost ex-husband's mom, she drinks coffee like on her bedside table, like on her nightstand. I mean, like as she's going to bed. So it's not like she's drinking it for the caffeine and I'm kind of the same way. I just drink it because I like it. So I think if I could come across something else that maybe wasn't caffeine and wasn't toxic that I actually liked, I wouldn't care to stop drinking it and I drink something else, but I just haven't come across anything yet. Oh my gosh, I tried the Le Cru, Le Cru, Le Croc, Le, whatever it is, sparkling water that was lime sparkling water, thinking that maybe that would be a decent substitute. I read a thing today and it was so dead on. It said Le Cru, ta- Le, I don't even know how, Le Crux, Le Crux, whatever it is, tastes like when my feet fall asleep. That is completely accurate. It tastes like feet, tingly feet. It's just gross. I can't do it. Um... So that's what I'm drinking and maybe someday I, I, I would like to be somebody who drinks water more and that's, that's always the goal, but not, not, not quite there yet.
Uh, let's see. Are you usually early or late? Well, I guess my... The majority of the time, I'd say I'm late. Uh, if it's something to where I feel like... Like at interviews or something where the person is really... Um, you know, it's... It sounds terrible, but if I feel like it's really important to be on time or early, then I'll be early. But when it comes to, like, places, getting places with the kids, I'm not great. I'm usually late. But for the most part, I'd say I'm on time, maybe early sometimes. But, you know, when you got four kids, it's just kind of inevitable. You may, you're, you're typically going to end up late. Uh, okay. What pets did you have while you were growing up? Well, we had two dogs. Here's some stories about these animals. First of all, the one dog ended up having some type of a, a issue with her foot. And I don't remember if we actually took it to the vet or my parents just kind of rigged it up. But I just remember she had a bandage on her leg and then she tried to eat the bandage off because her foot was numb. She ended up eating off her foot. It was terrible. I remember that, uh, I remember I had a bunny at one point, and I had it out in the yard and didn't think about it, and then the cat just attacked it and ate the bunny right in front of my face, <laughs> so, super traumatic, but I guess the cat, the, the animal that we had, the pet that we had for the most part, that I remember more than anything, is we had this cat named Daisy, and she just was chronically having kittens every eight weeks or whatever they do, so... I just remember a lot of kittens and that cat. That was pretty well all that we had. Um, and then let's see what else we got here. Um, these would be good questions. Like when you first meet somebody for a date or something that you could go through if you were trying to come up with some conversation. I might ask these to my kids because these are pretty funny as far as just random. Um, let's see. What age do you wish you could permanently be? Oh my goodness, that one's hard. Uh, I don't know. I like where I'm at right now. There's not really been any age that's been like stood out to me. I guess it'd be nice. I think it's kids don't realize how great they have it. Like they have everything done for them. So that'd be nice. They don't have to really worry about anything too intense. I mean, babies have it made. All they do is eat and sleep and get their butts clean. So, I mean, that's that's nice. But... Um, I don't know. I like where I'm at now. I'm okay with my age. That's not really being anything that I've really cared about as far as getting older or anything, but, um, what's your claim to fame? Uh, keeping four small humans alive day to day. That's pretty well it at this point. <laughs> I haven't really done anything too extraordinary. How often do you people watch? Um, every moment of every single day. That's what I do. I'm constantly looking mm -hmm. at people. I'm constantly uh, trying to figure out what, why people do what they do and why they look the way that they look or why they just act the way that they act. Like, we went to this, uh, it was supposed to be a hot air balloon glow tonight in our little town for a Friday night out, but it ended up, of course, it ended up raining, and so they ended up not being able to do it. But when we got there, this guy had backed into a parking spot and then completely overlapped and was in two, basically two separate parking spots. And so when I see that, even though I, I'm, I'm not people watching, I'm just looking at that vehicle and thinking, 
what was going through this guy's head? Like, just total disregard for anybody else in the world. And just total, like, just ignoring the fact that you're in two parking spots. Like, what? I, I'd, love to, I'd love to meet that guy, and I'd love to talk to him and be like, dude, did you not realize that you just backed into two spots at once, and then you just got out of your truck and walked away like, screw everybody else, I don't care. I, I don't understand that. So, I would have loved to watch that guy and figure out what he was thinking. Um, let's see... What are you interested in that most people haven't heard of? Oh my gosh. I don't think anything. I'm so boring. I should have probably thought this story before I started asking these questions. Because I don't have anything interesting. I don't know. I'm not really interested in anything. Um, I guess there for a while I was pretty interested in CrossFit. And I still am. And a lot of people maybe hadn't heard of that. But I just it got to the point to where... <clears throat> they run class times. You can't just show up whenever to the gym or whatever. And the um, class time that I was able to go to was at nine o'clock in the morning. And because of kids and um, just snow delays and sick, sick kids and everything, it was just impossible for me to get there at that time, at least consistently. And so I ended up canceling my membership. So I guess that was something that I was interested in that a lot of people maybe didn't know much about or hadn't heard of. But now even, but anymore, it's like everybody knows what CrossFit is. So that's not really even a good one. But uh, what was the, let's see, what's the farthest you've ever been from home? Um, I've been to Eleuthera in the Bahamas and that's not very, even very far. I've been to Haiti. I guess that's farther. Uh, so yeah, I think Haiti would probably be the farthest that I've been as far as out of the country. I've never been to Europe or anywhere like China or anything like that. So I would say that's probably the farthest is to Haiti. I went there for a mission trip a couple years ago. Um, what could you give a 40 minute presentation on with absolutely no preparation? Uh, every single one of these podcasts. <laughs> No preparation, and I can definitely sit down and do a 40-minute presentation about anything. So, that's an easy one. Uh, what is something you think everyone should do at least once in their lives? Uh, I don't know. I would say have kids, raise a child, but I don't think that everyone should do that. I definitely don't think that, I think that there are people who should not do that. So, that's probably not a good answer. Um... I don't know. I've not done a lot of, I've not done things, made very many things that are like unique or crazy or, or anything like that. So, um, maybe go on a missions trip to a third world country. I think that really gives you some good perspective in your life and helps you to be very super thankful for the things that you have if you live in a, in a uh, first world country. So that, that's probably something that would be good for everyone. To just be able to experience that and then have some perspective on how amazing we have it here in the U.S. But would you rather go hang gliding or whitewater rafting? I'll tell you what, I'd rather do neither. No, thank you. That's a hard pass. Uh, why would I? This is the same thing about um, parachuting or um, skydiving. Why would I intentionally do something that could potentially... Like, is is more than likely than not to end my life. Why would I do that? It, do, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm not doing any of it. 
Like, I, I refuse. That's why I tell my son. He's like, I want to skydive. Why would you jump out of a perfectly good plane? Why would you do that? You're in a plane. It's perfectly good. It's not going to go down. But then you want to jump out of it? That's just so confusing for me. I don't. That's not my mentality. I'm just not there. Um, I'm definitely not a daredevil. I'm, I'm a play it safe. Not daredevil. Play it safe person. Um, what's your dream car? Uh, I, one that runs and doesn't have an engine light on. That's my dream car. I'm not a kind, I'm not a person who really cares about vehicles. Like you should see the people when I go in and I've shopped for cars. They're like, well, this car has, uh, power heat on the seats and it has a cooling cup holder. But I'm like, yeah, I don't care about any of that. Like, I just want to make sure that it runs and that when I go and I need to go places that it starts. And like, if it didn't use a ton of gas, that'd be awesome too. But uh, yeah, I don't care about anything fancy. I just want it to run. Um, let's see. What is something that a ton of people are obsessed with, but you just don't get the point of? Pretty much everything. I was just thinking about this, and this is kind of what led me to um, doing this episode, is that I'm reading about people who are obsessed with this royal wedding. I think it's tomorrow. I think it's sometime overnight, in the middle of the night. I, I don't really know any, much about it, but... I've been seeing a lot of Facebook and like Instagram posts about it and things and people are really obsessed with this royal wedding and and the thing that's so crazy to me is that I think if I'm correct I think that it actually starts at 5 a.m. my time here Eastern Standard Time in the United States and there are people who are planning to get up and watch it at 5 a.m. on a Saturday. I'm sorry there's, I barely get out of bed to, to feed a child in the middle of the night, let alone to watch a wedding of two people who are royalty, I guess, or whatever they are in another country. I just don't, I don't, I don't get the point of it. I don't get it. It's, you couldn't, I don't know that there's any amount of money that you could pay me to make me get up and watch that wedding. I mean, there is obviously amount of money. I mean, if if you were talking, if we're being real, but <clears throat> my my son, uh, my my eleven year old, and I play this game sometimes of what would it take? Would you rather do this or sleep in? <laughs> and he'll like come up with scenarios like, what if you got an all inclusive trip to Disney World, but you had to get up at 4 a.m. tomorrow to catch the plane, and I'm like, no, save it, like, keep it, I don't want it, I want to sleep in, and by sleeping in, I mean, like, 8 instead of 7.30, because you know when you have babies, like, they're not actually sleeping, and they're going to wake up, um, let's see, what are you most looking forward to in the next 10 years, um, I'm looking forward to seeing my kids grow up, but I'll tell you what, here my son is 11 and just over this past week some friends that I have who have seniors oh it's hit me hard because I cannot imagine my son moving out and not being like here with me every day it makes me so sad it makes me devastated to think about him graduating high school and it's coming so quick he's starting seventh grade next year and then it's like he has six years of school left and he's done done, 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 Dunsville, like, doesn't have to live here anymore, probably won't live here anymore, he's amazing, he's going to do great things with his life, and he's going to be gone, so I'm, I'm looking forward to my kids growing up, but I'm not looking forward to that, because it's going to be so sad, um, 
it's gonna be great for him but it's gonna be devastating for me i don't like i'm i'm like i don't even really know these people and they're posting pictures of their kids leaving for their last day of senior their senior year and i'm crying like i don't even i don't know these kids i don't know these people hardly but uh it's i'm crying because it just makes me just makes my like a pain in my stomach when i think about it um let's see what's something you've been meaning to try but just haven't gotten around to it uh being organized (laughs) um keeping my house clean keeping my grass mode so my house doesn't look like a foreclosure it's not so much meaning to try it's just uh and it's just more so the i haven't gotten around to it and haven't had the time for it a lot of things um let's see if all jobs had the same pay and hours, what job would you like to have? I would like to be a foster parent full time. I'd like to have maybe just have more kids in and just be a home, be a stay at home mom and have more foster children. If I could make what I'm making now at my job and just stay home and take care of kids, that'd be perfect. That'd be amazing. I say that, but then like I barely make it through the weekend. So <laughs> I'd probably feel that way for like two days. I'd be like, yeah, I need to go back to work. Forget about it. Never mind. Uh, let's see. I'm looking through these. There's so many. What city would you most like to live in? Uh, anywhere where it's not cold. Anywhere where it's not crazy, intense, up and down weather changes all the time. I don't really care where that is I just don't want it to be and I also this is the thing about like I dog Ohio and I know a lot of people dog Ohio but here's the thing we have to we have to just remind ourselves Ohioans is that we are pretty well spared the majority of natural disasters at least here in my area we have been so even though I want to live somewhere warm like I don't want to have to deal with hurricanes I don't have to deal with earthquakes I don't want to have to deal with any of that stuff I don't have time for it so I don't know I don't know what the solution is Arizona Maybe is it? I know it's hot there, but I mean it's like a hundred degrees. It's like way hot. I don't know. I don't know what the best. I don't know where the best place is. Um. Let's see. Where is the most relaxing place you've ever been? I would say that um, when I went on that trip to Eleuthera in the Bahamas. That was definitely, I mean, I wasn't super relaxing because I was on a mission trip, but like I remember the beaches there and I, I, I can imagine going there like just on, on a vacation and it was definitely some of the most beautiful beaches and beautiful places that I've ever seen. Just really calm water and just really, really nice. So I can imagine how that would be relaxing. I haven't really, like when you have kids and you go on vacation, it's not relaxing. Like you're just taking care of your kids somewhere else. <laughs> so it's, it, it's not exactly like you can sit back and be like, Oh, this is so relaxing. It's, it's really not. You're still doing your life. You're just in a different location. So it's hard for me to be like, Oh, Gatlinburg is so relaxing or the mountains or, um, you know, this particular beach, because in my mind, like I always have like chasing kids. So it's not, it's not usually, uh, exactly relaxing. So I have to try to picture it without kids. And, um, I can imagine that that, you know, those beaches there would probably be relaxing. What's one thing you really, what's one, what one thing do you really want? If I could read, what one thing do you really want, but can't afford? Um, right now there's two things, actually three things. There's a couple of things. One thing would be a larger vehicle 
and I am saving for that um, because we are pretty well cramped in my car and I need to get, I want to get a van or, or a Suburban or something bigger, mostly because, well, we're cramped and I want to be able to actually go on road trips with the kids and it's just not, it's just not feasible to even think about doing it in the car. Um, the second thing would be a riding lawnmower. Um, it's, it's just not feasible for me to be able to mow all of this grass with a push mower. I mean, I'm doing my damnedest at it, but it's just, it, they grow so fast. That's, I met with this family today and she said she mows her entire, her grass and the patient's grass where, which is where they live next door to each other every three days. I was like, you're psychotic, but I like your style. Um, so, and, and honestly, like, it it pretty it grows so fast because we, it rains and it's hot, so it definitely it needs mowed every three days. That's the craziest thing. Um, so I need a lawnmower, and then I also would really like to have a chainsaw because I'm a hillbilly and <laughs> I've got trees and limbs constantly falling down, and so having a chainsaw would be super helpful. So those are three things that have kind of been on my mind. I've been saving for, and I'm getting closer to being able to purchase. At least two of them, hopefully. Um, but, uh, yeah, those are three things. Uh, let's see. Where's a couple more here? I don't want to make this too long. I just thought this was fun to try to go through some of these questions. And and uh, and just kind of get to know me, get to know me. I'm, I'm a super interesting and exciting person and you need to know more about me. I'm just kidding. I'm like the most, I'm like white bread boring. Who inspires you to be better? This is a good one. Um, I think when I see like, okay, this is really superficial, but I mean, when I see women who really put a lot, not, not a lot, but like minimal effort into their physical appearance, but look very put together, very presentable, very um, adult. Like, that's inspiring to me. And I, a lot of times, I'm like, okay, thank you for doing that. Now I'm going to try harder. Um, so, like, you know, I'm going to brush my hair. I'm going to put some makeup on. I'm going to actually think about what I'm wearing. Um, so that's inspiring to me. And you know, it's just not always feasible for me to put a lot of effort into what I look like. I mean, Mm -hmm. real talk, there's definitely been times that I've like left my house and have not even looked in the mirror. One time I was driving to uh, my sitters and I just kind of glanced up and I had a full white ring of toothpaste around my mouth. I looked like I'd been huffing cocaine before I even left for the day. I just was covered in just like thick white toothpaste all over my face. And I'm like getting ready to see the world, like drop my kids off at school like that. I just, I didn't even look in the mirror. I left the the house for the day, did not even look in the mirror. So that's inspiring. Want to be better at that. Um, And just overall, I think when I see uh, moms that are calm, and I know like obviously a person's presentation in public maybe is not what they're like at home, but when I see moms who are super patient and super calm and and just really attentive to their children. That's super inspiring to me because that's the that's the parent that I want to be, and it's a challenge to me to just continue to, um, you know, just to value my kids and to um, be respectful to them and and interact with them in a way that is respectful. So that's inspiring. And then you know, I think obviously when I you know I have mis- 
friends that are missionaries and, and people that I know that are missionaries. And when I see them, you know, living lives that are sacrificial and living lives that are, um, you know, of service, that's definitely inspiring because that's, that's like my, that's my number one. That's my, what I want to be with my life. So that's inspirational for sure. Uh, what do you wish your brain was better at doing? Uh, I guess staying motivated, uh, managing time. Those are all things that, you know, I, it's like, I want to do all these things. I want to, and I, and I don't really have a lot of downtime, but I guess just being organized, which I think everyone is kind of, you know, in that boat of just struggling. I mean, I, I should, I shouldn't say that I have a couple of friends who like, I want to, I'd love to remember to wash my face every night before I go to bed. I have this one friend in college that every single night, no matter what, she put lotion on her feet and she put chapstick on and like did her full face makeup like every single night, no matter what. I would love to be a more disciplined person. I guess that's something else is just being more disciplined in every single aspect of my life. I'm, that's something that I struggle with is discipline. I'm can be consistent for like mm, 2.5 days maybe <laughs> and then it all kind of falls apart so <coughs> what's the strangest strange thing you have come across I just thought of this and this I'm going to use this kind of a cop out because this isn't something that I've come across but who was I talking to this is the strangest thing I've ever heard of someone coming across at least in home health who was I talking to? Somebody was telling me that a friend or a family member or someone that they knew worked in home health and that they went to a patient's house and knocked on the door and didn't get an answer and kind of opened the door and hollered in, which we normally do, which would what, you know, what we do. And then kind of, and, you know, the person said he hollered at him to come in. And so this individual walked in and the patient was in the kitchen chopping and cooking up a raccoon. I would die. I cannot even imagine what I would do. And I was like, when this friend with this person was telling me the story, I was like, why? Like, what was she crazy or just demented? Like what was going on? And they said, no, like her neighbor traps raccoons for her because she likes to eat them. And so <laughs> she had gotten a raccoon from her neighbor that her neighbor had trapped killed it and was in the kitchen skinning it and cooking it I, ugh, I can't I can't with people so that is that was the strangest story that I've ever heard of something of someone doing I'm so glad that that wasn't something that I ever came across but I just heard I just recently heard that when I read that question that's the first thing I thought of um let's see as you get older what are you becoming more and more afraid of I mean, this isn't even as I got older. This is like as soon as I had my first son, my son, I'm always afraid of something happening to my kids. It's a trust issue. I know it is, but, um, I am terrified of that. There's even this song by, um, I can't, I don't even know who it's by, but one of the lyrics in the song talks about when, when my kids get sick and can't recover and I will not listen to the song. Like I'm not a superstitious person. Holy crap. I'm not a superstitious pers person. I can't talk. But um, I can't stand to hear those lyrics. Whoops. Baby monitor just dropped out of my pocket. 
I can't stand to hear those lyrics because it just makes my mind race. And like, if you have anxiety and you, you know what I'm talking about? Like I just have those thoughts in my head and then I just, it, it kind of just makes me sick to my stomach and I can't, I don't want to think about it. So whenever that song comes on, I immediately turn it off. My son, it makes my son so mad. He's like, I don't know why you do that. I like that song. What's the problem with it? And I won't even tell him because I don't want to say it out. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to say it. Um, so I, he's like, I don't understand why you won't even tell me what's, why you don't like it and why you always turn it off. And I'm like, I just don't. I just don't like it. Don't worry about it. Um, let's see. If you had to change your name, what would you change it to? Nothing. I like my name. It's good. Um... What can you not get right no matter how many times you try? Uh, that's easy. Losing weight. I mean, I'm 35 and I cannot remember any time that I have actually met my goal weight or that I've been at a weight that I've been happy at. So, I mean, that's that's definitely it for sure. I've been through my entire 20s, I remember, um, not being happy with what I weighed. Now I'm into my halfway through my 30s, still not happy with what I weigh. I'm still not happy with the size that I am, but, you know, I just carry on trying to be healthy, trying to eat things that are actually good for my body, and, you know, we'll see what it, we'll see where it goes. Um, Let's see, what would be some of the most annoying things about having yourself as a roommate? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I like a lot of lights, and I know my, uh, my second husband used to always complain because, like, I don't, I don't particularly like to like turn out all the lights and watch a movie. I'm not, I'm, I don't really like that. Um, I'm, I like to be able to see what's going on and especially like if I'm eating a snack or I'm eating something while I'm watching a movie, I definitely have on every light in the room. Like I want to be able to see what I'm eating. Um, so I know that that's something that's annoying. I, um, like I've mentioned, I also really value my sleep. So I think it'd be annoying because I get annoyed and I get really, really angry if there's anything that wakes me up or that is loud while I'm trying to sleep. So I think that would probably be annoying because I would be like, don't do anything ever. Don't move. Don't make any sounds. I'm trying to sleep. I think it's annoying. Um, okay. One last question. I'm sure I haven't even made it halfway through the list, but that's all right. Um, have you ever saved someone's life? Yes, I have. I had, um, actually two, two situations, um, when I was working for children's services where I, uh, I came across situations that where I know, that, um, so the, just one, this has been years and years ago, but this man had kind of, you know, the, the details are still sketchy to this day, but his story was that he had become friends with this girl who was, um, you know, not, not a very savory person and, you know, a drug, drug user and things like that and lived, you know, essentially homeless, but he had become friends with her and she'd had a baby and she basically left the baby with him, even though I think she, his, or if, if what I remember, she had told him that he was the father, um, but he was very African-American and the baby was very white. So it was pretty obvious that he was not the father, but she would leave the baby. She left the baby with him and then, uh, you know, she would just be on the streets. Um, and so 
when I first went out and kind of assessed the situation, I just really, he also had a really debilitating um, disease himself and some pretty severe physical health issues. And so I made the decision um, and he agreed that the baby would leave and he ended up dying, which was really super tragic. But I know that, um, you know, he didn't really have any family. There was nobody else outside of Children's Services that was even making any contact with him. I can't even remember how Children's Services even ended up getting involved. But, yeah, in that situation, like, I know that, um, you know, moving that baby from that home probably saved that child's life because he died in the night and, like, it was a newborn and there was nobody else that would have known. Um, You know, it ended up being like a like a neighbor or something a couple of days later, actually that ended up finding him. So yeah, that was, that was super sad and tragic, but it was kind of, I remember, I only say that because I remember my supervisor being like, Oh my gosh, like you, you do know that you saved that baby's life. And I was like, hell yeah, I did. No, I, I didn't say that. But um, All right. So that's pretty much it. I mean, there's like 6,000 other questions, but I'm going to wrap it up here. I just, like I said, I felt like the foster care um, topics were getting kind of heavy and wanted to maybe just record something that was a little bit lighter. So that's that. I hope you uh, got to know me a little bit better, as exciting as it is. And uh, I'll be back the next time with my uh, part four uh, for foster care information. I think the next or my next um, episode um, will probably be the last. And just talking about, I guess, kind of what to expect. Um, yeah, and, you know, I talked about some just tangible things, but I want to just talk about too, like what to expect and, and as far as emotionally and kind of how to protect your heart and how to... Um, how, you know, what to, what to know about emotionally, what the foster care process can, can kind of do to you. So, and, and, and to be prepared for that. So that's where we're going to go next. So I will uh, talk to y'all next time. All right. Bye.